You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and I'm delighted to be able to introduce you to Tara Dunphy and Lindsay Schindler, who uh, go on stage as Maggie's Wake. And what brought my attention to them is that uh, they have just are about to release a, a new single. And when I looked at the details on it, I said, this is interesting because it's very much an Irish theme and an Irish story. And uh, we have to follow up on this one. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Austin. Good morning. Uh, a little bit about Maggie's Wake. Tell me, who are you and where would you come from? Where would you get the name? Lindsay, why don't you take that one? All right. Um, well, Maggie's Wake kind of is the offspring of a band that was called Rant Maggie Rant that kind of came to a natural conclusion about a year and a half ago. And uh, Tara and I uh, met... Um, when she came in as a guest towards the end of that band, and we thought this is something we really love doing and we wanted to carry it forward. So we decided to go ahead and, and came up with Maggie's Wake kind of as a um, coming from the name Rant Maggie Rant. Um, Tara, I think, thinks of it as uh, celebrating the end of that life, and I tend to think of it as um, kind of like a path that we're creating. We're creating the wake. Interesting, because, of course, in my way of thinking, you know, the, the wake was very much a part of Irish life. And you would associate Maggie's wake mm -hmm. as the night uh, when Maggie was being waked and uh, was being uh, before uh, being brought to the church and uh, the funeral. So an interesting name and in how you how you pull it together in that context. <laughs> and uh, then when we look at uh, your the the new single that you're putting out there with Bridget O'Brien, uh, very much an Irish story. Where is that coming from? Well, the story actually uh, came to be during COVID. Uh, during the COVID lockdowns, I spent a lot of time walking through St. Peter's Cemetery in London, Ontario. And I was just looking at all the different names on the stones and imagining what their lives were like. And this one stone just kept drawing me back. And it actually had the name Thomas O'Meara uh, and his date of birth and his date of death. And beneath that, it said, Beloved Husband of Bridget O'Brien. And it said 1885 as her year of birth. And then there was nothing. And so I just couldn't stop thinking, you know, what actually happened to this Bridget O'Brien? I asked around as well to see if any of my, you know, Irish friends in London had heard anybody, anything about this person. No one knew anything about her. So I just made up the story myself. Interesting. Um, and in that context, um, I guess, there, well, there is a big Irish influence in all parts of Ontario, but in that area as well, there's a big Irish influence. And you two are very much influenced by Irish music. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been playing Irish music since I was three years old. Um, I started the tutelage of Pat Bacon here in London and all across uh, the United States and Canada. And I've always loved the music. And even though I've moved away from it in my professional career, playing has had a really part of my heart. And so playing with Maggie's Wake, it's been great to bring elements of my Celtic background with Lindsay's traditional background and mixing it together with the other genres. But I think in this particular tune, yeah, the, the Irish element certainly stands out. And Lindsay, where were you introduced to Irish music? 
Well, I, I mean, I was a classical violinist for years, but then kind of started dabbling in uh, fiddle music of Ontario, like the southwestern Ontario kind of circuit. And, of course, it's different, but it's all very much influenced um, by uh, Celtic music, Irish music, especially the east coast of Canada. It, it's all related. And so that was kind of my introduction uh, as a child. And... Um, just kind of gone from there. I definitely have a passion for this style of music and the energy and, and yeah. One of the things that I won't say puzzles me, but it does puzzle me is that, you know, I have grandkids at this stage and I give my granddaughter a guitar for Christmas present. And I had given the grandkids musical instruments previously. And I don't know whether it's a modern problem, but getting the type of attention that's needed in order to devote time to practice and learning is harder and harder, I think. And, you know, Tara, when you mentioned you started at three, uh, I'm thinking, well, the little one at the moment is six and trying to get her attention beyond 10 seconds is difficult. Sure. Well, I think right now, like the kids have so many different distractions, right? I mean, they would it's much easier to look at a screen and press a couple of buttons than it is to sit down and try and learn an instrument. For me, my brothers were already playing the tune whistle and I used to steal their whistles and go and hide in the bathroom because the acoustics were so good in there. And I was just fascinated by it. Maybe that would have been different if someone had put a phone in my hand instead. But I also think that you have that thing inside of you. If you have the music in you and the desire and the love for it, the passion, um, it doesn't matter what distractions are there. You're going to make it happen. My son is 17 years old, and I have a very difficult time getting him out of his bedroom uh, where he sits and practices guitar all day long. Like, he will sit there with the guitar, and he has every kind of device imaginable, but the one he chooses is the guitar. So I think it, it really does depend on the person and, and their love for the music. And I would have to say that when you tell me that, I think you're you're very fortunate because if he's he has something that will sustain him for life rather than be fleeting, yes. which is wonderful. Exactly, yeah. And what about you, Lindsay? Were you, uh, from an early age, did you take to it like a duck to water or were you um, structured given that you say you started out, well, came through the classical vein, uh, was it yeah, something I, your parents kind of sent you to music lessons? Um, I actually begged for the music lessons, um, but I started really young. I started with the Suzuki method, which is based on an early start. So I started really young. Um, and I think, like Tara, like it, it's impacted a lot by your environment. And when your family is doing something, you just see it as something that everybody does. And naturally, that's, that's where you want to spend your time, and you just do. So, um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, bringing your music on the road then, um, the collaboration between you guys, do you bounce well off each other, or um, is one more predominant than the other? Well, you know, what's funny is that with our upcoming album, it's split right down the middle between vocals and instrumentals and I primarily write the vocals and I sing the lead uh, vocals in the songs and Lindsay is just the most incredible composer of our instrumental pieces um, and so I think that's one of the things that makes us work so well together we really complement each other our uh, 
I guess our creative talents come from different areas, but then they also do meet because we're both fiddle players. And uh, it's just, it's a really great match. We're very fortunate. And do you get lost in your music? When, uh, in other, when you're up there, and I know it's very important that you connect with an audience, but <laughs> a lot of musicians really, um, they get, they can, it, it can overpower them within themselves that enriches in a performance. So when you guys get together and you're, you're working with each other, um, just, I guess you can feel a bond that pulls you together. Yeah, it's it's just wonderful. I mean, we just came off a string of shows for our Christmas tour, and um, I honestly, at the end of every show, my face was hurting because I was smiling so much. I mean, it is it's so much fun. The music is exciting. The on uh, like the dynamic on stage is great, and it, it's a really great bond for everybody in the band. But you know, we do actually, I find anyway, connect really well with the audience. Like it feels like it's all of us in it together, we feed off of their energy. I mean, Lindsay, how do you feel about that? Would you say that's the same way for you? Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I think the energy between the band um, and the audience is absolutely there. Um, and it is what drives us. It, 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 I mean, I agree with you, just sore face at the end of every show. And there were some really emotional connections when we brought in um, worked together with some children's choirs over the last oh yeah shows. and I I'm I would say maybe I'm the more emotional one I would have tears running down my face because <laughs> it was such a beautiful experience so when in any musicians working together it's inevitable that at times there might be a little bit of friction <laughs> how does how does that translate I think you just it, get through it. <laughs> yeah, I, any any relationship that is ongoing, you're going to have um, things that you have to work through. But it, you know, ultimately, we are on the same page. We we have the same goals, and these small um, I don't even want to say disagreements, um, differing opinions um, are just things that you naturally have to work through. Yeah, it's kind of growing pains. And, you know, what's funny about it is that Lindsay and I, we've known of each other for years and years and years, um, but we never really played music together until I guessed it with Rant Maggie Rant. And musically, it was a perfect match, but we also struck up a great friendship immediately. So, I mean, I think we're really, really fortunate in that, that the, there's a strong base for everything in the relationship, you know, musically as well as uh, friendship. So it's pretty strong. And um, when it comes to the new album and the track that we have uh, with Bridget O'Brien, what else have you got on the album and when is it due to be released? Well, it's going to be coming out, um, I think we're aiming at March. It's ready to go. We're just dropping a couple singles before we bring out the, uh, the whole thing. We've got a music video that we're just about to film for one of the upcoming singles called The Life That You Made. Um, we also have on the album just so many beautiful instrumentals. I mean, there are some lovely slower pieces. There are some absolutely wild uh, jigs and reels on there that Lindsay wrote that are incredible and so challenging to play and so much fun. I mean, it's really um, – I'm really proud of it. I feel like it's a, a great um, – uh, a great album from start to finish. 
I think the the album really kind of represents what we do on the stage, which is just a, a, a variety and kind of taking you on a journey through both the songs that Tara has written and these instrumental pieces. And this is a, a really fair representation of that. Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed that there's a demographic in your audience? And I'll bring this back to the what we were talking about a little bit earlier. In other words, that it can be very hard to get younger kids, particularly now, to pay attention to music, but also to get them to, to pay attention to what is, in many cases, more traditional. So be it... Uh, have you noticed within your audience that uh, there is an age group that you would appeal to? And do you see that the, the upcoming generation are potentially going to buy into what has been a heritage and a tradition? I think yeah, our demographic... Oh, go ahead, Lindsay. You go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that our demographic is actually all over the map. I mean, we definitely appeal to an older audience that are you know, reflecting on their own histories. We have a lot of people that are of Irish background that come to see us. Um, But like what's pretty interesting is that there are a lot of young people that seem to be enjoying what we do that, you know, don't typically listen to maybe instrumental music or uh, that type of thing. And I think it's because we have, you know, the Celtic element, but we are also bringing in all of these other kinds of things to the music. It's got uh, different rhythms, different styles that are uh, kind of elevating the music. And it just appeals to all ages. Like even little kids, the kids that came and uh, they went to our Christmas shows and they were lining up to meet us afterwards and they were so excited about the music. Like that was thrilling. Lindsay, because I notice on Lindsay, you also provide programs for younger children. And, I do. Uh, you're very much you're you're saying far and wide music, so uh, you're working with the very young as well as performing for uh, the not so young. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tara and I, you know, combined we work with everybody from um, I don't know zero to a hundred plus. I work with babies um, for baby introductory music programs, and then also teach privately. And and Tara works with seniors. So we mm-hmm. kind of understand the full spectrum of, um, you know, what appeals to every age, I guess. Right, right. Well, we're going to wrap up and we're going to leave with Bridget O'Brien. And I want to thank both of you for taking the time. It has been wonderful chatting with you. And uh, maybe at some stage when you're in eastern Ontario again, I may get the opportunity to enjoy a performance. Well, that sounds great, Austin. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much. And if people want to find out more, where should they go? They, they should go to maggieswig.com. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. And the album will be available from there, and the single is available through that site as well. That's maggieswig.com. And also it's available on all streaming sites. So if you're using Apple Music or Spotify, anything at all, you can find Bridget O'Brien on there right now, as well as uh, one of our uh, instrumentals called Adaptation. And I always stress, while you can get it there, it's uh, more beneficial to the artist if you get it from their own website. So I do encourage you to go to (laughs) maggieswake.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.